Today on the show, I'm happy to have Daniel Niklas. He's the founder of NetLive. They deal in pragmatic innovation. And so your first AI project was about three decades ago. And then finally, a couple of years ago, you finally found that failing to success flow. <laughs> the story of everything in between. <laughs> it looks like. Hi, Jed. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. 30 years ago, I started my company. I was barely 20. I imported video games, computers together, organized the first video game championship in Switzerland, and I opened a video store, like VHS, you remember, maybe? So it's like, like when you watched, it's not Netflix, you really had to go somewhere to rent a video. And those videos, they were pretty expensive. You had to pay 200 bucks for a new blockbuster. And my biggest problem was like, how many should I buy? Because if you buy two and you have like tens of people coming and want to have that video on a Saturday, you're like, I'm sorry, you have to go to my competitor. And if you pay, if you buy 10 and no one wants it, you just spend $2,000 for nothing. So I developed the software, not just to manage my rentals. It also predicted how often I will sell a video, AI-ish. So based on the actors, the genre, and the crossover in on the theaters, it calculated how often I will rent this out and who I should send a letter, like written letter, come or call. So that was my first AI enter. And I tried to sell this software and I did to a few companies in Germany. My biggest problem back then, I sent, yeah, I sold one to Cologne which is a six hour drive. I sent him the disk, he installed the software and then he called me, I can't import my data. Can you come up? And I'm like, okay, send me the thousand bucks back that I charged you. It's too far driving six hours. So that was my first AI mistake. No, not mistake, it just didn't work out. But that wasn't a problem because it was the World Wide Web already there. And I surfed in 93 the first time. And I later bought a server and I entered the new economy hype. We had a lot of fun, good projects. For example, we had videos we put on Star TV as the third TV station on real networks 24 hours around. So I had a big, bigger video store than I could ever have. And I tried video again, AI again. So we had a new service and I thought, hey, you know what? We have online shops, we have new services, we sell tickets for other clients. Why not create a personalized information management system? So in 97, 98, we put on this software, this cloud solution. You could log in, tell you what you like, and then based on your behavior, it gave you more of the news that you like and more of the products you like. And I thought that's the coolest thing I ever did. Clients did not, we had did not had many sign up. It was just not enough, it, too early. People didn't like it. All right, I uh, thought, okay, didn't work out either, but then it was the year 2000 and there was a big jump in chatbots. There's a technical breakthrough and it was fascinating. Okay, and I thought, oh my, that's much better than any website because people can ask. So I hired someone who typed in 4,000 words and the connection on the words and we tried and everything. And 
they failed miserably as well. They just did not work at all. It wasn't a big deal because it was also the new economy crash. So I had bigger problems on the other side. So I thought, okay, that AI thing just doesn't work. I just leave it. And next attempt, 2015, I signed up for Watson Analytics from IBM. And with Watson Analytics, you could upload Excel sheet. It analyzed the data. And then you could type in an ordinary question. And it understood what you wanted. Okay, where do we sell around the world? So it found the right data and put that together. And it was fascinating. It was amazing. I was like, that's it. Okay, the last few times I tried it by myself, but when it comes from IBM, that must be great. So we, we did web services and I thought, okay, but now we're in AI. It's absolutely AI. Everything will go AI. We went to clients. We showed that Watson Analytics. We had some proof of concept, really good results. We started to code a connector to Google AdWords. So you have what is working on Google AdWords? What should I do? And the idea was it should automatically send new ads and all that stuff. And I was fascinated. We invest, invested a ton of money until IBM shut down the program. They did not have the success they were expecting, and we did not have the software anymore. It was killing. I was like, oh my. At least for a moment, you were like, okay, it's not just me who's not getting this AI thing to work. IBM can't get it to work. Correct. And it was very good to us. We even got awarded as the innovation company of Switzerland in AI with IBM Watts. But I couldn't let go because I still thought, that thing is coming somehow. And we used chatbot technology, not for chatbots, because we still did not believe that it worked. But if you take the chatbot technology, if, and if you combine it with the search, and your search starts to understand the intent, it improves the results dramatically. And we had some very good examples on tourist websites or on e-shops. Or on states' websites, like this, how the search really improves the experience for the users. And I thought, okay, this is it. That's undeniable good. And even if Watson does not proceed with that software, we can just switch to something else. And again, we went on the road. We called, I, I believe in Switzerland, there's 70 companies, like the big ones from Nestle to UBS to like, all the ones and we show it and I found like that must be, but they just didn't get it. It was crazy. We were there. We showed them how the results were improving and they're like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. We could think about it maybe in two, three years. And I was totally frustrated and I thought, okay, maybe it's Switzerland. And I have another business in Southern California completely different to my software business here in Switzerland. It's a surf camp. And I went to California in summer and I thought, okay, this time, even though I tried to separate those two businesses when I'm in California, I tried to be in California and surf. Let's see if I can sell it in California because it, it, maybe it's not Switzerland, maybe it's Californian. Yeah. And I called City of Huntington Beach 
Dana Point, San Clemente, Oceanside, San Diego, and they reacted just the same as in Switzerland. I was devastated. I was like, am I just stupid? And to put some drama on it, I was like, okay, it doesn't work. I just let it be. Mm-hmm. And it was rather, yeah, I, I would say it was, it could be August the 17th or it could be August the 20th. And then I got a call and I was in San Clemente, California from a smaller bank in Liechtenstein. Not sure if you ever heard about Liechtenstein. It's uh, Switzerland ha- has 8 million people living. Liechtenstein has 40,000 people living in a country. And they have 10 banks. And one called me and said, are you doing AI? And I said, yeah, that's correct. Can you analyze our data with AI? Because we just want to try out. Yeah, sure we can. Probably ends just like every other project. I just show it to you and then that's it. Really? But they were really interested and they were happy with the results. And they said, okay, we have to go further. I was like, oh my God, they're serious. And they came up and said, okay, we have that problem challenge, however you want to say it. In 23, like this year, we have to do automatic adverse media screening. That means their clients have to be monitored on a regular base out into the internet. If there are any news about them, like money laundering, tax evasion, and all that stuff. And that's a complicated task. Because every day you have three and a half million news articles. If you have to go through them and bear it with your clients, that's intense. They see they saw how we do it with their internal data and they asked, can you do this with the external data? And I'm sure we can. We can try at least. It's probably too expensive for you for yourself, and maybe other banks need them this service too. Last year we had a proof of value with four other banks, and just to try like a new system where we crawl the internet and the news with AI and combine that with an editorial team that creates a list of problematic persons and send it to the bank, and it's now. 23, five out of 10 banks in Liechtenstein are using our product. The sixth might join. And we're just now uh, at the beginning on rolling on the Swiss market. And finally, after 30 years, we might have found a way to make it happen with AI. So you ended up in Swiss banking, which is really (laughs) funny. (laughs) Right. After all that, you found the client and so... He finally, the world realizes what you've been saying is true as well. There's value in AI. Hey guys, anal- deep analytics, like tar- knowing who your customer is, knowing all of this information, it's valuable. Correct. And so now is it like, all right, this is the business that we're, we're going to blow up. And now you're just going to go, are you going to stay focused just on banking and spread that out? Or are you going to be hitting other industries? No, we stay focused. It has several reasons. If you want to have success, if you go too broad, too early, there's a problem. That's the first thing. The other thing is, it's for compliance on the banks. And I hope it doesn't sound cheesy, but we help, to, we help the bank to stay with the good guys. That's a good job. And the other thing is, compliance within banks, they're just very good clients. Yeah, we like to work with them. So yeah, we stay with them. Yeah. 
and you've had many ventures, many businesses over the years, and that's what you see when you focus up on a very particular niche or industry, that's when you can truly scale. Oh, absolutely. I personally, I have a very big problem with that. I know that you should focus, but my personality doesn't allow me to focus. I'm really interested in many different things. And back in the days, I tried to do everything in one company and that stresses out the company. Just because I like to do many different things doesn't mean the employee, your employees like to do many things. So what I do today, I separated by businesses and that kind of helps. So I personally can jump between one and the other business, but the company itself is very laser focused and it's just doing one thing. Yeah, so that's the middle ground. That way you have a playground of businesses to explore. Yeah, correct. So I guess if any of our banking listeners wanted to reach out, how could they get in touch? Our website, netlife.ch. Maybe you have a link to my LinkedIn profile. And of course, I'm happy to answer. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to listen. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.